it is kiddos it's time for you know the show but this isn't a normal episode of you know the show this is the christmas special yeah everybody loves christmas i love christmas do you love christmas gabe christmas yeah christmas is the best holiday it's almost universally agreed upon to be the best holiday so People think it's Halloween. Some people think it's Halloween. And I don't blame those people. I like Halloween a lot, too. I'm not a hater of Halloween. But, you know, nothing beats the spirit of Christmas. And to celebrate the Christmas of sp- the spirit of Christmas, what's the number one thing that gives you Christmas spirit, Gabe? Just curiosity. What's the number one thing that gives you Christmas spirit? It's got to be you- things. What? This music. The music, the second thing. The gets, and then movies. The movies, yeah. We don't, we don't really care about Christmas music. Now, at least not for this not, not Christmas. Christmas. But for the, this Christmas special, we care about... Oh, my dog wants to make a cameo. I, actually, yeah, this is actually the first ever video or video that we're going to have. Uh, and you could watch us and per- you could see what we look like. Are you surprised? Are you shocked? Are you happy to see my dog? Uh, it's, it's, um, this is our first ever video recording. Uh, I, I, are we uglier than you expected? Or are we ha- more handsome than you expected? Up to you. You know, that's a personal opinion. Uh, please tell me better than you expected though. Uh, and let's start off this. Uh, we're going to be doing our top 10 favorite Christmas movies. We are two different people with two different personalities with two different opinions on things. So we both have very different lists. I'm curious to see what your list entails. I'm surprised to see what my list has and what my list lacks. Uh, I'm not sure if you can say the same. Um, I mean, mine is going to be incredibly basic because I am, I know that I said that Christmas movies put me in the mood, but that's not really to say that I've watched a whole lot. I'm curious to hear your list because I know you're going to have a lot of uh, ones that I've probably never heard of. No, I gotta say, while I was making, while I was making the list, I was really shocked to see some stuff that didn't make the list. And once again, I feel like something that didn't make the list, it could be a top five Christmas movie another day. You know, there's yeah. so much variety I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to start this off. Do you want to start this list off, Gabe? Sure. Uh, so we're starting 10 and going to one, right? Yep. 10 and going to one. That's kind of lame to start with the best and then count down. I hate when lists do that. So just make it sure. For number ten, I have Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Ooh, Rudolph! Uh, particularly like the one. It's not claymation, but it's like a stop motion. Um, I don't know. I used to watch it uh, at my grandma's as a kid, and it always just uh, really puts me in the spirit. It's very, very nostalgic. It's part of the Christmas movie thing, though. And I, I, I'm not going to say <laughs> I'm not going to say if I have that. Coming up on my list or not, I'm going to leave you in suspense. Okay. But all I'm saying is I'm not going to talk about it very much because we may be talking about it later on. Okay. But I'm going to start off with my number 10 uh, on my spot. And let's just say this. You know, everybody loves a good Hallmark movie every now and then, right? Oh. And even though this isn't a Hallmark movie, this isn't a Hallmark movie, but it's that sort of feel-good, uh, happy thing, you know? Uh, it, 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 it makes me happy. I enjoy watching it. It's, it's a somewhat recent christmas movie it's called happiest season it's on who it's on hulu my dog's making me laugh he just keep he's not come downstairs all day but now that i have something going on yeah now 
sitcom. And all that. Yeah. He, uh, but this is a recent Christmas movie. Something uh, that I liked a lot when I first saw it. Obviously, I liked it a lot. And it's just a feel-good Christmas movie. It's called Happiest Season. It's on Hulu. It stars Kristen Stewart and Mackenzie Davis, who uh, play a couple. And they're, uh, McK- uh, Kristen Stewart plans to propose to her girlfriend. And uh, so they go home to their family. But there's a secret. The family doesn't know that they're dating. What? And there's a bigger secret. They don't even know that their daughter's a lesbian. So now there's this whole entire kerfluffle of, oh, now uh, what are we going to do? You know, and it's a very good feel good sort of thing. It's funny. I've everybody in it. I love there's hilarious, hilarious, hilarious people in it. uh, As Kristen Stewart, but Aubrey Plaza is also in it. Allison Brie, uh, Dan Dan Levy. If you watch Shits Creek, uh, he's in that. Very, very funny cast. Very, very funny movie. I like it a lot. It's a very feel-good movie. The sort of stuff that you, you could just sit by a uh, fireside and enjoy on a Christmas day. Or in Christmas uh, Christmas day, Christmas month. Dece- the month of December. Christmas month. Nice. And I like it quite a bit. Yeah, I've never actually heard of that one. Yeah, it's um, it was. It's not a very popular movie, even though I wouldn't say it's unpopular. It's kind of that mediocre. Yeah. Not mediocre. Middle range of popularity. Yeah, when you describe it, it sort of makes me think of a trailer that I might have seen, but yeah, but I I thought it was very funny. It has that guess who's coming to dinner sort of setup to it, which is an old uh, style of doing things. But it's 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 always a great setup for uh, a great Christmas, uh, great a great Christmas movie, a great uh, feelings movie. It tugs at your heartstrings, you know, all that stuff, even if it's a little bit corny. But it's always fun to be a little bit corny in this time of year. You know, you, that's why I put it on my number 10 list. All right, so we go into number nine. Number nine. All right, I got Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2, specifically number two. Uh, just out of curiosity, is Home Alone 1 going to make an appearance on this list? I don't know. You don't know. But why Home Alone 2? What what makes it special? You see, all right. It's it's difficult, right? Because none of these movies are really like special, I guess. Because I don't even have like an honorary mention list because all these 10 movies are basically like the only 10 Christmas movies I've seen. But it again just always comes back to that nostalgic thing. Um, Home Alone always scared me a lot as a kid because I was always scared that that was going to happen to me. But it also excited me because I wanted to. It's odd. Like, be alone. I wanted to be in yeah. that situation of yeah. set up traps and like you imagine what kind of things that you would do if someone if that happened to you. And it's well, this, about. yeah. Uh, what do you think about throwing it? The it's basically just the first home alone. Yeah, they even have the same character instead of the crazy old man there's the crazy old pigeon woman that's almost a complete remake and i actually have i quite hate home alone 2 i find it a cheap movie i find it an absolute disgrace quite frankly uh it's a complete ripoff just throwing in a different setting and i hate home alone 2 i think it's a garbage movie and i think anybody who likes it is an idiot who falls for whatever slop gets thrown in front of them and whatever slop that's what i think of home alone 2 I'm not saying it's a quality movie. I'm saying it's it's a good Christmas movie. I'm saying that you have to be ridiculous to put Home Alone 2 on a top 10 Christmas movie list. Interesting. All right. What's your- my number nine? Actually, I think this is a good segue in uh, the sense that you said you always wished 
that you could have the plot of Home Alone uh, fall into your life. This is the same way for me. I always kind of wanted to live like a dream scenario of this sort of thing. Um, And it's also a complete 180 from the last pick I made, uh, a movie about uh, two uh, gay women. I'm going with the most manly, macho possible Christmas movie in my number nine spot. Die Hard! I love Die Hard. It's awesome. It's incredible. It's a Christmas movie. Of course it's a Christmas. It takes place during Christmas. Of course it's a Christmas movie. I love Die Hard. It's awesome. Uh, I've always dreamed of like something bad happening. Not really. But like I have daydreams of like, I want to be like a superhero, like something bad happens. And then I do like the most awesome thing ever. You know, I save everybody in the building and then everybody's like, whoa, Andrew, you're so awesome. We didn't know you were so awesome. Yeah, I'm actually a secret CIA agent for the past 10 years. I bet you didn't know that. I've always had that daydream, but it's also a very Christmassy movie. Yes. Die Hard, it's very Christmassy. People don't give it the, I don't see why it's a debate about being a Christmas movie or not, because it's very Christmassy. It has Christmas all throughout the movie. Christmas decorations, a Christmas party, Christmas music. It has the, da, 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 the Christmas rap, uh, what's that song called? The rap song. The, da, 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 da. It has like that horn section. It's in Die Hard. The one in Die Hard that the guy who played, I love the limo driver. I also think that uh, something that people don't, uh, I I think that Die Hard has aged poorly sometimes Mm -hmm. when you watch uh, being that the uh, main character, the side character is a cop who accidentally killed, accidentally shot a kid and killed him. That's something that wouldn't be in a movie today, but it was the time, you know, that's like that. When you watch that on rewatch, it's almost like a culture shock. I go, Whoa, they made this like a sympathetic character. That's crazy. Uh, It's just something that wouldn't happen today, but I love Die Hard as many, many people do. Yeah. Uh, What's your number eight spot? Oh, my number eight is uh, the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. Uh, why, why so? Give me your reasoning for it. Well, this was one of the ones that I watched like a lot. Like I watched it like probably like two or three times every single December. Um, I don't know. I kind of liked the twist on Santa. Like it, it, it was, it was a nice like fresh where like, you know, he fell off the roof and then he was like assigned to Santa. He didn't choose it. And then, I don't know. The elves were a little bit more less stereotypical i guess like they actually felt like people which i think is kind of nice there's lots of interesting ways you could take elves in christmas movies yeah Uh, lots of interesting ways they i i I do like the elves a lot and the santa claus i like the idea of them being kids instead of uh, little men um i i do like the elves a lot i have a hot take and it's not going to be on my list but i like the santa claus too better really i think I think the Santa Claus 2 has a better movie. I do. I, I, I think that it adds so much more oddness to the franchise. What happened to the original Mrs. Claus? And the crazier thing is that everybody just forgot about the original Mrs. Claus. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of even having just an episode about for our Christmas special, even though we're doing this, just about uh, the Santa Claus franchise. Because it's such an odd franchise when you think about it. So remind me, which one is the second one again? Is that... That's the one where he needs to find a wife. Okay. Or else he's going to be Santa Claus anymore, which is a strange rule to put into the thing. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like the franchise is so crazy. Mm-hmm. And this is actually a pet peeve I have with all Christmas movies. Uh, the stepdad in that movie, the worst. He yeah. wears a stupid sweater. I can't imagine anybody wearing a stupid sweater. Uh, um, who would even buy something like that? Who would even buy a stupid sweater? It's like he wears like one that's like red and checkered. Ugh, Ugh. terrible fashion, that guy. But um, what I love, yeah, I'm sure uh, too. what I hate in Christmas movies, not love, I hate this in Christmas movies, is when it's a Santa Claus based movie, but they don't live in a universe where Santa Claus exists. Like all the adults are saying, oh, no, Santa Claus doesn't exist. You have to be crazy to believe Santa Claus exists. When in this world, you'd have to be crazy to not believe Santa Claus exists. Like there's reportings of him. Uh, I watched the Christmas Chronicles the other day. He's Santa Claus is out at like 10 10 p.m. That's when he delivers presents. And he's just sitting there. He's not even hiding. He's just sitting there the whole at 10 p.m. Why wouldn't we do this a bit later? But yes, that's something that always bothers me in Christmas movies is when parents pretend that Santa Claus doesn't exist when clearly he does. Yeah. Factual evidence out there that he exists. Mm-hmm. Who do you think the presence under the tree? They never explain that. So it's oh. you next, right? Yeah, I am next. What number are we on? Eight. 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 Okay. I have a comedy, a comedy movie, real funny movie. Mm-hmm. probably this uh, particular comedian's best movie it happens to be a Christmas movie but it's one of his best movies I think if not his best Elf starring Will Ferrell okay. uh, Jimmy Kahn is also in it who plays the um, his actual father it's about Buddy the Elf who was a human that was accidentally uh, brought to the North Pole and he goes through his life <laughs> believing that he's an elf Um it has a great sort of the North Pole and Elf is fantastic. I think I'm going. I'm just guessing that it's also going to be on your list. Uh, so I'm not going to talk about it too much. Yeah. Uh, it, it, just tell me yes or no. Is it going to be on your list? Yeah. Because I'm going to save my discussion for it later on on your list. Okay. So, but I'm just going to say Elf is my number eight pick, top Christmas movie of all time. Nice. Uh, now let's go to your number seven. What's it? Die Hard. Die Hard, yes! That movie is awesome. Yeah, so did you actually hear that they're making a new one? Are they really? Yeah, it's going to be uh, John Krasinski. Really? Okay, good. I thought it was going to star Bruce Willis, which would be crazy because he can't really function anymore. But yeah, uh, I'm excited to see whether or not they uh, destroy the series or help it, but it's kind of hard to ruin something like that, you know? No, it's easy. Have you uh, Have you seen the sequels? The Die Hard? Well, I mean, like, people are still going to like it, though. I don't know. I'm not sold on John Krasinski as an action star. I wasn't a fan of... Uh, I, I I just don't... That's because that's you actually care about the quality of the movies. A lot of people out there just want to see a guy take it on a bunch of terrorists by himself. That's just... And as long as they deliver that, it's going to get sales. Yeah, that's something I do want to talk about for one episode is... The future of film. I also want to talk about movies a little bit more on the show in hopes that we could get like those special screener uh, DVDs. You know what I'm talking about? Oh. Like critics get like free uh, sampler. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be awesome too. Maybe we could try to get, maybe we could just like trick them to think that we're a movie review show if we talk about movies every now and then. But that would be awesome to be able to get those. Yeah, but Die Hard, it's such an awesome movie. Such a tight movie too. There's not a single moment that 
drags on. Yeah. It looks he it, iconic movie, iconic outfit. I was uh, I was um, John McClane for a movie dress up party once. Nice. And it's it's a really easy costume to just throw together because all it is is a white tank top and black jeans. I think he has. It's a uh, awesome movie. One of the greatest action movies of all time. It doesn't feel dated one year. It feels fantastic. I love Die Hard. Mm-hmm. And now let me move into my number seven. Let me look at my list. My number seven is our number. Yeah, number seven, right? Yeah. Number seven is Silence Night, Deadly Night Two. This is even by by the name, you're just immediately intrigued. Mm-hmm. Not only is it Silent Night, Deadly Night. But Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, the sequel. Uh, This movie is absolutely bananas bonkers. It's a B movie. One of the funniest horror, one of the funniest horror movies in general. So many quotable lines. One of the famous lines in it is um, garbage day. And then he shoots the guy. And there's so many other great scenes in in it. My favorite scene. My favorite scene. If you're like a sick, twisted person like I am, uh, you'll find the movie great. It's hilarious. One of the funniest scenes is like there's, it's like a horror Christmas movie about like an insane man who believes he's, uh, he, he was like traumatized by Santa Claus when he was a kid. So he dresses up as Santa Claus and, uh, kills people. And one, one of my favorite scenes of all time is there's like a bunch of like, they're way too old to be sledding, but they're sledding down a hill and, uh, the, killer in the movie jumps out dressed as Santa Claus with an axe and like cuts off the guy's head while he's sledding down the hill. And it's a great scene. Fantastic Christmas movie. Great. I love Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. The first one is not that great, but the first Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 is fantastic. Well, if we're going on to number six, I have How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The The Jim Carrey one, the live action one, the original cartoon. The original cartoon. Okay, the original cartoon. I was just making sure there. Because I like I like the Jim Carrey version too, but the original cartoon is great. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I definitely I love the Jim Carrey one. Uh, don't get me wrong. Um, I don't know. I watched that one yesterday. What? I watched that one yesterday. Really nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like the Grinch is probably my favorite character out of any christmas character yeah um i have a character who i like better than the grinch he's got a similar concept to the grinch but um, really later do you want to talk about it now yeah well, I'll, I'll, he'll come up on my list later on very okay. similar concept to the grinch i love the grinch too i think i think it's my favorite dr seuss book mm-hmm. uh that original cartoon is like and especially because he's mean of that original one like yeah. he's evil mm-hmm. you know you don't mess with that grinch like he's serious about being evil that um that new cartoon with benedict cumberbatch as the grinch that was terrible did you watch did you watch that i'm gonna ruin it so he's not a he's not a grinch in it like he's slightly annoyed nobody's afraid of him even his name he has a neighbor in it the grinch doesn't have neighbors the Grinch doesn't have neighbors. And like his neighbors like, oh, hey, Mr. Grinch. Nice to see you this morning. That's not how people respond to the Grinch. Not people run in fear from the Grinch. They don't come running in hand for the Grinch. Absolute joke. Well, I'm glad I didn't. Okay. 
Yeah, it's a terrible movie. Uh, and now we are on number six. And this is a bit of a cop out. I'll, I'll admit it's a bit of a cheat. But I'm just doing all the Rankin Bass stop motion animations. That includes Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. That includes The Year Without Santa Claus. That includes, uh, the, uh, Santa, the, uh, I put the year without Santa Claus twice, uh, but um, that includes, I forgot what it's called. The one where it's like the origin story of how Santa Claus became Santa Claus and he's like young. And then they do the, I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Snow. Da, 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 da. Great. Um, all these movies, they feel like Christmas to me. Uh, Rankin Bass, if you don't know, is a production company that made all those classic stop motion Christmas movies. And I associate that look with Christmas. Yeah, I definitely agree. I I, I think that they've cemented their place as truly legendary in the place of Christmas movies. I I uh, they're uh, great. They're classic. Uh, they just make you feel happy when you watch them. They make you feel like a kid. You don't feel like an adult watching a kid's movie when you watch them. You feel like a kid when you're watching Rudolph. You feel like you're watching a kid when you watch The Year Without Santa Claus. Uh, it's fantastic. I love these movies so much. Uh, I watched them so much as a kid. I watched them so much as a young adult. I guess I am now a very young adult. Hopefully, young. I don't want to be an old adult. Oh, that sounds terrible. But uh, no, I'm going to age. I, I I feel like I'm an old spirit. Yeah, but like, I, I am an old person naturally. So yeah. I think I'm going to age pretty well. Um, but yeah, these uh, Rank, uh, Rankin Bass ones. So uh, great, uh, very. Happy makes me feel happy. Nice. Well, and we're on number five. What is your number five? Home Alone. Ooh, Home Alone. Home Alone one. Yep. What makes it better than the than the sequel? Well, I mean, I still enjoyed Home Alone two, as I feel like a lot of other people did. But you are correct. Like it is the inferior version. They definitely just tried to copy and paste it, which again, still an enjoyable watch in my opinion. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's just everything that Home Alone 2 was, but better because it came first and it was just better. Yeah, they did everything better in that one. Although there's certain bits that I really like in Home Alone uh, 2, Home Alone 2. Like I like Tim Curry in it a lot. I like his smile. I think I prefer, I'm not, I think I prefer the bird lady to the old man in Home Alone 1. As like the scary people who are actually nice people. You seem thing. to get more than you made it out to be like 20 minutes ago. Well, okay. Here's my, you want to hear my hotter take? Sure. Home Alone 3 is better than Home Alone 2. So, God, I'm trying to remember. What happened in that one? That was the one without Macaulay Culkin. And there's like, instead of. Oh, God. The, I didn't watch that one. I don't even know. <laughs> Instead of Al Pacino and um whatever the other actor's name is who play the two bandits, there's like a team of people and he accidentally steals like government secrets and there's like a team of people trying to get them back. I like I liked Home Alone three better than Home Alone Two. Hmm. I, I did. I thought it was a better movie. Interesting. I thought it took it to different places. Oh, I mean I'm sure it did. Okay. Now my number five, an old movie. You could even argue that is a bit of a Thanksgiving movie because it begins with the Macy's Thanksgiving parade, um, which we all know is secretly just Christmas, the beginning of Christmas, Thanksgiving. Yeah. 
that's just a signal that it's being a uh, Christmas. But I am going with the original, uh, the original Miracle on 34th Street. Okay. Now, if you not know, this is a movie about the real life Santa Claus gets a job as the Macy Santa Claus. And oh, all these magical things start to happen. Uh, the, it's an old movie. It's a really, really like, it, it's, uh, a feel good movie. It's a sad movie at times because it ends with, uh, Santa Claus getting sued because he hit a man and he beat a man with a cane. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. That, you know, which is the sort of Santa Claus that I like, mm. you know, someone with a bit of an edge. Uh, and yeah, Santa Claus goes to jail. They remade it. The remake's actually okay. It's better than you would think. Hmm. Uh, but on my list is the original. Uh, really fun Christmas movie. It's a Santa Claus movie. Uh, even though it does have that pet peeve of mine, mine, although it doesn't clearly state that he's Santa Claus in the movie, he might just be insane. Really? They leave completely open to the possibility that he's insane. Even though they, at the end, they do hint pre- pretty heavily, as you'd expect that he's actually Santa Claus. But I liked, uh, it's a really fun Christmas movie. It's on Disney Plus. So check it out if you haven't. It's pretty famous. Uh, uh, it's not like I'm saying some deep secret, secret movie that nobody knows of. It's a pretty famous movie, but there it is. Number five on my list. All right. So moving on to number four. So I kind of want to change something, but I don't remember the name of the movie. I'm just thinking of it now that we're on the topic. So I had yeah. the Grinch, Jim Carrey's version, but I kind of already said that. And we yeah. talked about it. So what is the movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger and he's trying to... Jingle get, All the Way. Jingle All the Way? Okay, that yeah. was number four. It, oh, I forgot. I watched it. I love that movie. Yeah, it's that great. so good. I, I unironically love it. Yeah. It's fantastic. And my favorite part of it is at the very end, spoilers for Jingle All the Way, even though... You've seen Jingle all the way, yeah. you know, and even if you haven't, this isn't going to be heartbreaking for you, but he, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is at the end and he becomes Turbo Man. And, and I guess they gave them real life jetpacks and all that. The ending is insane. Mm-hmm. Jingle all the way. Absolutely insane. They just go all out at the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and with, um, but my favorite part is he's, he's who wants the free Turbo Man and. The son can't tell that it's his father. Yeah. Who else has a thick uh, Austrian accent mm. that you know? How many Austrian men are in this place who are talking like these? Nobody else talks like Arnold. Mm. And then the, the, the kid has no clue that it's his father. Clearly, it's his father. Yeah. I love that. Also has the stepdad from uh, the Santa Claus in this, he plays. He's carrying awful, awful love to hate them people in Christmas movies. Yeah, that guy, that actor, fantastic. He's he's terrible in in uh, in um, uh, Jingle All the Way. Sinbad is funny in it. I love Sinbad because uh, in that movie, because uh, who plays the mailman because he is completely unhinged, mm-hmm. just like everybody in the movie, and the. Uh, the idea of a mailman and you couldn't tell if he was really going to blow up a place ever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was okay with it consciously. He's completely fine with it because he said my favorite part, uh, even though I know that they didn't intend it to be this deep, but it showed his sort of um, 
an ability to see himself because he left the bomb, like he left the mail pretending that I was a bomb. And then it turned out to actually be a bomb. And he says, Oh, sick people in modern society now <laughs> completely skipping that he's just as sick because yeah. he wants people to believe that there's a bomb there. You know, yeah. uh, that just shows that this is probably one of the greatest psychopaths that we've seen in Christmas movie history, beating out the guy from silent Di- nights, deadly night Two. probably more of a psychopath. Interesting. Interesting take. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I love, I'm so happy that you made this quick audible to change it up. Yeah. Okay. My number, which one are we on? Four. Four. My number four. I'm actually surprised that I have this at number four. At other times, it will be higher. Sometimes it may be even number one, even though my number one spot. Oh, by the way, this uh, top four is when it gets into like not only great Christmas movies, but great cinema. This is cinema. Mm-hmm. My number four pick is A Christmas Carol. Not any in particular, even though we all have our favorites. Oh, okay. Some like the Bill Murray one. Some like the one with the Muppets. Mm-hmm. But personally, I like one of those old, really old ones. Uh, I can't think of the one in particular from like the 50s, I think. I also like the one from the 30s a lot, too. But the one from the 50s is my favorite. I'm forgetting the name. But any watch any Christmas Carol, and it's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, I, I You watch my live reading of it. The book is fantastic, too, uh, as much as... Um, but it's a great Christmas movie. Uh, it, 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 it works in this sense that it follows the Christmas spirit. And that's what I'm following for the rest of my list is things that I feel like capture the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, this, uh, it, it, it has this feeling I'm a sucker for change. You know, I'm a sucker for the idea of human beings growing as human beings. Uh, Ebenezer Scrooge and there's one thing from all the Christmas carols that I've seen, and I feel like I've seen pretty much every single Christmas carol. None of them capture the loneliness of Ebenezer Scrooge because he's a lonely man. He's yeah. a sad man. He's stuck in his castle all alone. His only companion died. Uh, he, he lost his love and they kind of tap into it a little bit, but I'd love to see something go commit completely the sadness and the loneliness of Ebenezer Scrooge. Mm-hmm. How long did that reading take you? Around f- four to five hours. It would have been shorter if I didn't take breaks in between, but I needed breaks. No, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. You joined in for a little bit. I was there for the beginning and um, I had to go to work. So Yeah. Uh, well, why didn't you call off? Well, actually, I have no excuse because I was going to say I had to request out two weeks early, but I'm pretty sure you announced it well before then. Mm-hmm. Uh. I don't, I don't care. You should get in trouble for an event. Mm-hmm. I agree. So number three, I have Elf, which I know. Ooh, Elf. But um, I don't know. It might not be the greatest cinema, but uh, holds a special. It's funny. It's really funny. A really funny Christmas movie. Yeah. And. Uh, so many scenes in it I remember. So str- I laugh so hard. I love when he's in the mailroom. The mailroom is my favorite. Oh, it's funny. Bit. The mailroom is my favorite part. I love he's walking out. He's the dancing. Gym, chewing the gum. That way. Oh, when he's doing the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's all fun and games until you realize you have the same uh, diet plan as Buddy the Elf. 
Um, yep. The uh, what was that like the spaghetti parts sugar and, on everything? Yeah. Oh, no, that's a that's a joke though because I really don't eat all that much sugar. If anything, I should eat more sugar. Interesting. You're too healthy. I'm too healthy. Interesting. I bet it's firing. I don't. I, I'm going to live too long. I'm going to be too healthy. Uh, that's a uh, that's a problem. You have to fix that. Uh, but I said this earlier. I thought that um, the uh, Alf, uh, the North Pole, has that feeling of um, a Franken Bass, a Rankin Bass um, uh, car- a cartoon, which I thought was really cool. Uh, I, 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 and it feels Christmassy, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and what else I love in Elf is just the old-fashioned filmmaking techniques uh, that they use in it, like uh, how they made Buddy the Elf look bigger. Then all the elves is by putting them closer up to the camera and everybody further away. I thought that was really, I, you, you feel more, it just feels better when you see things used like that than if they just had a big CGI Will Ferrell. Yeah. Uh, that'd be terrible. Um, but yeah, just using framing and all that stuff and other stuff. Uh, I, I love, that's another one though. Ah, Santa Claus is real in this universe. Stop uh, pretending like he isn't. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is leaving the presents? Even though they're kind of tongue in cheek with that in the movie, uh, so I guess it gets a fly. Um, yeah, it's really good. I love Elf. I have it on my list. I watch it every year, multiple times. It's mm-hmm. hilarious. Uh, and now we're on to my pick for my number four, number three, number three Christmas movie. And this is a brand new movie. Came out this year. Sun theaters. Uh, it kind of has an Ebenezer Scrooge character in it, too. It's called The Holdovers, a movie I liked a lot. I thought I had the best perfor- leading performance of uh, 2023 uh, with Paul Giamatti. He's fantastic in the movie. And what the movie is about is it's about it's about this like elite private uh, boarding school where they their like, parents just ship their kids off during the Christmas season to this place at this school. And but it's Christmas season, and everybody goes home to their family, except for the kids who, for whatever reason, can't go to Christmas. Uh, and um, it turns out, a turn of events happens where it's just this one kid and the professor who gets stuck with them, who's like a mean, uh, lonely, uh, upset professor. Not professor; he's a teacher. Um, and it really unravels in a way, and it feels like a seventies movie, which if you I believe the seventies was the best period for filmmaking, in my personal opinion. I don't think that's even an opinion. I think it's a fact. And uh it, it, it um just it's such a sad movie, a funny movie. It has it makes you cry, it makes you laugh, you have a good time watching it. It's a little bit too long and there's a part there's parts in particular that I say I would definitely have trimmed down if I were um Yeah. If I was gonna control the movie. But I think it's a of course I think it's a fantastic movie. It's at number three on my list. Yeah. I I urge everybody go to the theaters now. Watch it on Christmas Day, because that's what I always go to the movie theaters on Christmas Day to watch a movie. I urge you to go see this movie. I urge you it's a fantastic movie, a great Christmas movie, an instant classic. All right. Number two, I have a Christmas story. Christmas story. Now I'm going to say something that really shocked me. Yeah. This didn't make my list. Really? 
Yeah, this didn't make my list. I'm shocked it didn't make my list. Like, Even though I think list. I think there's movies that I like more that are on my list. Or that I like a Christmas story more that, that are than are on my list. But I just wanted to talk about these movies and I'm so sick of a Christmas story of having it shoved down my throat. It's too much. You know what I mean? Especially living where we live, because we live very close to where it's based. Um, have you ever been to the museum? Watch it. And no, I have not. There's a museum uh, right by here that's dedicated to a Christmas story. Oh, you gotta go there. They show it all the time. And uh, just playing it 24 hours on Christmas Day on that one channel, it's too much. Yeah, that's- and that's maybe if it was less played. I definitely, if it was less played, it would be on my list. But I've just become so sick of it. And there's other movies that I want to talk about more than A Christmas Story. That's fair, but I can't deny it's. Um, I was going to say influence, but it has an influence. It's uh, impact on just the Christmas. Every Christmas holiday for me personally, because it's it's always on every Christmas. So no, it's not a Christmas story. It's the Christmas story. Mm-hmm. Arguably, next to a Christmas Carol is the most iconic Christmas story of all time. Um, and I love the movie. Don't get me wrong; I love it. Yeah. I am just sick of it. Uh-huh. I've seen it too much, mm-hmm. and it, I just don't want it shoved down my throat anymore. And I wanted to talk about other things other than a Christmas story. All right, move on then. No, let's not move on quite yet because I do want to talk about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Because I knew it was going to be on your list. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I think that I had, I love the, um, uh, Ralphie. I love the brother. Did you see the sequel that they made? No. On HBO? They have like a, it's called like a Christmas story again or something. And it's actually pretty okay. Interesting. Uh, but it captures the nostalgia for the period. Um, because like the 80s, for us is uh, the fifties to the seventies. Um, even though we're shifting into the nineties as the year to be nostalgic for slowly, but surely the nineties are going to become, or not slowly. I feel like we're already there. The night would be more, more nostalgic for the nineties than the eighties, but I love a Christmas story. Don't get me wrong. I'm, Don't, not, I love- I'm not doubting you. I, I understand it is. It's just too much. I'm sick of seeing it everywhere. Mm-hmm. But other than like, I love scenes from it. Like the, the scene with the dogs is hilarious. Eating the um, chicken, the or turkey or whatever they had. Uh, the, the dream sequences. I love the dream sequences. I think they're so smart, original, and clever. The movie's very smart, very clever, uh, and I think it does deserve to be a top three Christmas movie. I see why it's a luck, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be on my list. Not uh uh-uh, uh, not on my list. Okay, now we are at number two, correct? Yes. Number two. Number two, I have an anime, actually. It's an anime. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah, you didn't know I watched anime, did you? Well, I mean, you watch a lot of things. I watch lots of things. I don't, I, I, I think it's silly for me to say for those people who just like make some broad statement of, I don't like fill in the blank. I don't like anime. Why? Because it's different. You know, I'm not that sort of person. Yeah. I like everything. 
now, albeit there are certain movements that I have a more of a disliking for, like I hate French New Wave. I don't think it's good. Uh, that's not that's neither here nor there um, uh, in a conversation because I'd be talking about that for hours. But um, I do I do like anime a lot, and this is a very touching Christmas movie. It's very much about loneliness again. That's my thing because I I think that Christmas is about happiness, and that makes loneliness all the sadder when people have nowhere to go, have no uh, nothing that they could connect to. Um, but this is about three homeless people who are all sort of oddballs. One of them is just this grumpy old man. The other one is a trans woman. The other one is a little girl and they come across a baby and the, they have to, they're trying to find the original mother for it. And across the movie, there's odd coincidences happening one after another. Christmas miracles, if you will. That's a running theme in the movie is Christmas miracles and odd coincidences. And it's a fantastic movie. Uh, I've watched it every Christmas Eve, actually, for a few years in a row. And very beautiful animation, as most animes have. Um, I find it interesting how our generation loves anime. Yeah. And I don't really know why. What do you, why not? Well, just like it, it's such a strong fixation on it. And it's not like there was much anime growing up. I guess there was Naruto or whatever it's called. Yeah. I don't watch the TV shows. I watch the anime movies. It's just, I don't know. You can't really do, you can do a lot more different things with anime than you can with live action. No, I, 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 I'm just curious, but why not? I do. I, I'm talking as somebody who does like anime too, you know, but I don't like it in the way I feel like other people like it, you know, like other people like it because it's a popular thing to like, you know, I'm like, I like it because I respect the art form. I respect the art form, Gabe. Oh, you're different. I'm different. I'd like it even if it wasn't mainstream, you know, but I find it so strange how it's become such an, uh, mainstream take. But hey, if you love anime, which many people do, check out Tokyo Godfathers. It's a, actually a remake of an old Western called Three Godfathers. The Tokyo Godfathers is much, 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 much better, though, in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're moving on to our number one. One. My number one is the one and only The Polar Express. Ooh, terrible pick. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with you? It's a number one. Yeah. I could understand having it on your list, but number one. I am going off of. I'm honestly raking these on the levels of nostalgia that they bring me. And I just always remember being in, I think it was like third grade. And like we had these massive cardboard boxes and then we like painted them like a train and we brought in a bunch of blankets. We got like hot chocolate and cookies and stuff like that. And just sitting in those boxes. And I remember like I fell asleep in mine. We all had our golden tickets that our teacher punched inside or hole punched them. Yeah. The Christmas parties, the Polar Express party back there. Yeah. Those Polar Express parties were great in elementary school. Yeah. What elementary school did you go to? Um, I went to uh, Timothy Ball. Timothy Ball. Uh, I went to Sol and Robinson and we did the same thing. We had the Polar Express parties every Christmas. Um, yeah, I, um, let me ask you this, just like a quick little side note. When you think of the past, do you picture it in the camera, uh, 
the camera that was used in the era. Like when I think of like elementary school, like I think of 2009 when I was in first grade or whatever year I was in first grade, I think of it with like the film film grain of a camera from 2009. So I don't. Um, I don't no. just think of you. You picture it like the real world. Yeah, and it's not like it's like crystal clear, but I definitely don't picture it with a with like a movie uh, gradient to it. Not like a movie grain to it, like your mom's old VHS tape or the phone from 2012. Like it looks like it was like when I think of the past, I picture it in old timey, not old timey because it was 2010 even, but uh, just like that sort of 2010 sort of iPhone Samsung camera look. Yeah, that's... uh kind of odd that you picture it that way and i wonder if uh your memories are based off of those things well that's not true at all because i didn't even take photos of those things <laughs> that's just how i picture them well, like that's... i picture it in the camera frame of the camera grain of the past it's such as i don't i've been asking everybody that question strange, and i'm the only one who like strongly does it. i just assumed that everybody does it nope but yeah uh I understand having the Polar Express in your top list. I do. It, actually, the day before I was born, my mother went to see that movie in the theaters. Fun fact. Nice. Uh, so it does hold a personal importance to me. And also the Polar Express days, because I had the same Polar Express days uh, the last day before Christmas break. Um, yep. Oh, that was so much fun. I'm, uh, I miss that so much. Uh, I want to do it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should have that. We should do that. Just wear pajamas to school. And, yeah, we should. Yeah. I'd make our cardboard boxes. And, but, uh, I think the movies, I think the movies perfectly okay. Perfectly. I, I think that the, um, the animation was strange. I don't really understand the purpose of what Robert Zemeckis, because Robert Zemeckis was, obsessed with that for a period in time doing that weird stop uh that weird live action animation sort of thing mm-hmm. um because he made the christmas carol with jim carrey with that and he made the polar express and he made some other adult movie and then mars needs moms and he was obsessed with using that and i don't understand why because it's weird why not just why wasn't the polar express just in live action why did it have to be the weird animation i don't know i think i kind of like the animation not like not like it because i like it just like it because it gives me again that that feeling uh yeah i i just um i think once again uses that trope that i hate so much yeah of why doesn't people believe in santa claus mm-hmm. who else would be giving the gifts oh i hate that so much it annoys me. Uh, but yeah, I like just thought of it like that until you started saying it. And now I kind of agree. Now that, it's going to piss me off now when I watch Christmas movies. I, 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 I'm, I'm saying I could see the Polar Express in the top, top half of your list. But mm. number one is a stretch. Number one is a stretch. I, uh, I stand by my pick. Uh, and my number one pick, a real number one pick. We're talking legit is legit. This isn't even, this is one of the greatest pieces of cinema ever put to the screen. It's a wonderful life. 
Mic drop. Mike. Fantastic. Free mic. Incredible. It makes me cry. It, it, if you haven't seen us in Wonderful Life, what are you doing? It's about George Barely played by Jimmy Stewart. This is my Jimmy Stewart impression. I'm going to stop doing it because it's a terrible impression. Uh, and I'm probably annoying every single person listening to it right now. But uh, Jimmy Stewart, he, he plays this guy. And he had all these high ambitions for himself, all these high ambitions for himself in life, but none of them happened. He got stuck in his hometown and he was planning to kill himself, jump off a bridge. So an angel and the movie is an angel going through the highlights of his life to show you his life. And then the angel needs to convince him, don't, don't do it. It's a wonderful life. He, the angel has to, angel, angel Clarence has to convince him, look at all these great things you've done. If you never exist, if you were never born, uh, all these terrible events would have happened. And thanks to you, life is wonderful. It's a great Christmas movie. And it's hardly even a Christmas movie, but it has such a Christmassy feeling to it. There's a scene in it, such a fantastic scene where he um is like in an alternate universe where George Bailey doesn't exist and he runs up in front of the camera and he's terrified and he has this look on his face. Jimmy Stewart is fantastic. One of the greatest actors of all time. I love It's a Wonderful Life so much. So much. It's such a great movie. And, uh, have you seen Wonderful Life? You're going to hate me. No, I have not. You gotta watch It's a Wonderful Life. It's fantastic. I love it so much. Um... That's my number one pick. It's a fantastic, I love it. So Jimmy Stewart is so important because he sort of has become, he was the everyday man before the everyday man was really a thing. There were, uh, there would be no, uh, he's what people think Ryan Reynolds is. Mm-hmm. You know, he's what people think Ryan Reynolds is, which in reality, Ryan Reynolds is just somebody who cares more about selling Mint Mobile than he cares about making a movie which upsets me with Ryan Reynolds uh, and selling his, uh, was he the aviation gen one? The, uh, I hate Ryan Reynolds so much. Huh? He upsets me whenever I see him on a screen. I think that he's a lousy excuse for the art of acting. Whoa. That sounds like a conversation for another time. But I love, uh, it's a wonderful life. Nothing will ever top. It's a wonderful life as the greatest Christmas movie of all time. It's fantastic. Nice. It's, it's it's heartbreaking it's funny there's um uh there's uh what are those guys from the muppets called the uh the um burton ernie burton ernie are in it okay but not burton ernie the puppets the actors no there's two cops in it and their names happen to be bert and ernie nice and it's that's funny whenever you watch it because you're oh bert and ernie that's the name, the Muppet, the Muppets from Sesame Street. Uh, it's, oh, such a great movie. And you see George Bailey as a young man just wanting to move the world forward, you know, to travel, see the world. And he never gets to do any of that. And, oh, uh, the bad guy in it. There's an evil, evil, evil man. Uh, Mr. Um, oh, I'm blanking on his name. Mr. Uh, but he's an evil, evil man and he's in a wheelchair and he just thinks that he could run this town. He wants to, who, uh, not who, who, uh, he thinks that he could just run this town and he can't because George Bailey is there and George Bailey would rather die than see the people of his town suffer. 
It's a fantastic movie. Fantastic movie. Well, maybe I'll give it a watch then. Put me in the Christmas spirit. Because I haven't actually watched a Christmas movie yet. Oh, Mr. Potter. Mr. Potter. Mr. Potter? Yeah. Mr. Potter wants to run the town. He wants to make it a Pottersville, you know? He wants to change the name after him. But the, uh, the only thing standing in his way is George Bailey, who doesn't even want to be there. But his love for humanity. He can't stand the thoughts of this town being ran over by an evil, evil old man in a wheelchair. It's a fantastic Christmas movie. Nice. Fantastic movie. Uh, do you have any, I know we did our list, but do you have any uh, honorable mentions they could think of? Um, well, I took off the Grinch, which I was a little upset about, but I also really just wanted to say Jingle All the Way. So I, yeah. would, I would definitely. I'm happy you did that too, because I think Jingle All the Way is better. Yeah, but I would definitely put the Jim Carrey Grinch in my honorable mentions. Um, yeah. Did I forget? God, do you have any? Uh, obviously, I have a few. I have Polar Express in my honorable mentions. I have uh, I have tons of stuff in my honorable mentions. Just I forgot all of them. Um, but so are those uh, Disney old Disney movies I like a lot. Uh, Santa Claus the movie I like a lot. I, that's a very odd Christmas movie, but I like it a lot. Um, tons of stuff I like. Oh, Fred Claus I like a lot. I thought Fred Claus was very good. Paul Giamatti is in that too. He plays a fantastic, one of my favorite Santa Clauses is Paul Giamatti. Um, lots of stuff. Lots of good stuff. Lots of good Christmas movies. I like Hallmark movies sometimes. Sometimes I like them. Uh, but um, yeah, I hope that I, t- uh, if you haven't seen all the Christmas movies on my list, watch them. You've definitely seen all the ones on Gabe's list because his list, quite frankly, sucks. Yeah. Compared- uh, my mind has the taste of an ex, uh, a, a extinguished, uh, an intellectual gentleman. Oh, mine is smart and intellectual and smart, um, and pretentious. But, um, no, I don't think my list's all that pretentious. I, I, um, I like my list a lot. I wanted, uh, cause right before recording this, you know, I watched what the, was, the Grinch. No, like right before we started recording this, okay, I was watching, I was watching happiest season and that's probably why it's on my list is because oh. I was literally watching it before. That's a really good movie. I like, I actually do like it a lot. I think it's a sweet movie. Uh, I, the, um, there's one of the siblings that's hilarious in it. Um, I forgot who plays her. It's the one who isn't the main character and the one who isn't, uh, Alison Brie. You watch community, right? Yeah. Alison Brie's in the movie. Mm. Uh, and she's funny in it. that name. But yeah, it's a uh, happiest season, even though, uh, but yeah, watch all my movies. All They're of them. All good. Oh, any uh, TV show specials, any Christmas TV specials that you like a lot? No. No? You can't think of a single Christmas special on a TV show that you like? Oh, you mean just like? Like a Christmas special episode. Well, there's the one that sucks, but is that makes it a little bit enjoyable. Star Wars, the Christmas special. Not like a movie, like a, like um the community Christmas special where they're all in claymation. I was gonna get there. I was gonna get there. Yeah. You took it out of my mouth. I was literally thinking of the community one. That one's that one's great. Um, particularly the claymation one, where Abed is. Was, that was the only one I was thinking of. I didn't know that they even did other ones. There's should, other ones, but they're kind of forgettable. Really fast. It was really yeah. good for a little bit, and then it got really bad really quick. I think it got bad community. I liked it a lot. No, it got uh, it got bad. I, no, 
I don't think it got all that bad, but uh, there's another one that the first season has one where like they all get into like a fist fight at the end. That one's not that great, but the one with Abed and his the claymation was amazing. Yeah. Oh, I like the one where um the acapella one is good in Community too, because I specifically like um the rap that they do Abed and Troy. They do like a Christmas rap. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Um, uh, the other one that comes to mind is The Office. Um, the one that um, Jim and Dwight are having a snowball fight. Oh, that one's... Fa- I sent you a uh, reel of oh. that. That was really funny. Because, <laughs> like, that's the only one where Dwight gets his revenge, I feel like. Yeah, he actually... He wins. He wins that one. Oh, yeah. Is that about Michael? Is that a post-Michael episode? Uh, I think it is. No, Michael's in it. That is was- he? It's the same episode where um, Holly had just come back. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I all those episodes, like the later half of the show kind of blends together. I feel yeah. like I remember moments, but not the whole episode. I like the one where he plays, like uh, where they all go to the Benihanas. That one's good. And then they pick that, I think that's my favorite Christmas special in it. Mm-hmm. I love, yeah. Um, there's a really good Twilight Zone Christmas special where it's this... Uh, sort of, once again, like my favorite sort of things on Christmas are things that have a sad man in it. Somebody who's sad and lonely and just needs an excuse to live. And, uh, they get that excuse. Uh, it's about like an old homeless drunkard who stumbles upon a bag that has a bunch of magical items in it. Ooh, I think you see where this is going. So he, instead of keeping the bag for himself, he decides to go out and hand out gifts to everybody and it ends with him becoming Santa Claus. And I thought that was such a sweet Christmas special on the twilight zone that I like a lot. I'm spoiling a lot of endings for things, but once again, I feel like, yeah, it doesn't really matter. It's a twilight zone episode. Uh, Yeah. Nobody cares. I don't think about me spoiling the twilight zone episode. If you haven't seen a twilight zone episode, I don't think you're going to freak out about me spoiling the twilight zone episode. But yeah, I think that's, uh, any last words? I got nothing. Have a Merry Christmas, everybody. Have a happy holidays. Have a happy Hanukkah. Even though I think Hanukkah will be over by the time this airs. Uh, whatever other Christmas related, not Christmas related holidays, but just the December holidays. Have a happy Kwanzaa. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other holidays that happen in, um, it's, it's okay. Yeah. I'm, am I forgetting any? I feel like I did a good job of thinking of all of them. Because Hanukkah, yes. Kwanzaa, and Christmas. Yeah. Even though none of them have anything to do with Christmas. We just said, you're the Jewish Christmas. You're the African Christmas. Why? Because you just so happen to be in December. Like, they're not even... Like, Hanukkah isn't even, even all that major of a holiday, I feel like. Compared to, like, Yom Kippur. But that's wow. the one that we've decided... And America to be like the Jewish holiday is Hanukkah. Don't um, I don't know. I mean, but yeah, I don't know. Hanukkah's a fun holiday too. I think that's such a fun idea is lighting the candles. I like Hanukkah a lot. But have a happy holidays, everybody. And if you don't know what time it is, it is time to go.